Hey queens, welcome to Crown Thoughts, the podcast, a safe space for women of all kinds and for women of all walks of life to come together and chat. Crown Thoughts, the podcast is a movement of vibes, which encourages its listeners to dig deep and reflect. So with that being said, let's get into today's topic. Hey queens. You are now listening to Crown Thoughts, the podcast with your hostess, Latina, and this is episode 11. Girl, get a damn hobby. (laughs) Good morning, everyone. I'm saying good morning because I am recording in real time today. It is Monday, Labor Day, uh, September 4th, which also means it is the queen bee herself, Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter. It is her birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to that queen. Um, I ain't ashamed, y'all. I am definitely a part of the beehive. I have been watching with such, mm, I don't even know the word to describe it. I don't want to say jealousy, but yeah, mm-hmm. this girl feels some kind of way because I have been watching all of the renaissance world tour video clips audio clips uh seeing how people are putting together their outfits and i'm like ah i just cannot allow myself to purchase a ticket to the show i have seen beyonce in the past i've gone to two um concerts and i'm probably showing my age but this was long time ago, probably about a decade ago. Um, one being that of on the run tour when she was with her hubby, Jay-Z. Um, I actually had the opportunity to take my little sister, Jojo. Hey girl, uh, if you're not, please follow my sister and I will give out her social media handles because she is a writer and a poet. And I was able to take my younger sister back in my early 20s to see Beyonce and I had gone once before when the Barclays Center in Brooklyn had just opened up uh but I did not I was not paying the amount of coins that it now costs to see the queen in today's day and age and I'm just so excited to see her growth as an artist being a kid from the 90s and listening to music like Beyonce, Brandy, Monica, uh, oh, just giving out some a little insight to what we're going to be talking about today because I am sharing some of my interests, especially my childhood interests that I've been able to curate into a hobby and curate into creativity. Um, but before I get into that, it is September. It is the month of September and If you are from the New England area, such as myself, then you know that it's technically not fall yet. These are now the last weeks of summer, and they're usually pretty warm in Connecticut. Uh, This week, we are going to be in the high 80s, close to 90s. And, you know, you can still hear the cicadas buzzing, and we've still got mosquitoes outside, and it's hot. Um, and so if you're like me, I've been really intentional about spending 
time outdoors, spending time being with people, spending time doing things that bring me joy because the flip side of being in the New England area, specifically New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, uh, Vermont, New Hampshire, New Jersey, I could be missing some states, but specifically our states, it gets cold. (laughs) And when it gets cold, it snows. And when it snows, this girl don't like to go outside. I am going to stay indoors. I like to be where it's cozy and warm. And a lot of the times that means there's a lack of movement for me. There's a lack of socialization and interactions with others. And it weighs heavily on my mental health. So before we transition into the colder months, I'm just trying to get as much joy, happiness, laughter, and all of those good feelings while I can. Not saying that I can't have those experiences in the colder months, and we'll absolutely talk about um, how we can spend those times. But I, I just, I love summer. I'm a summer baby. I love it hot. I love to wear the short clothes. I love to go out. There's always something to do. There's always like a festival or some type of free ticketed outdoor event where all you got to do is sign up and show up. So it's the month of August. And for some reason, I get into the space of I need to do everything before summer ends. <laughs> And I've been telling my anxiety, girl, have a seat. Girl, sit down. Girl, you need a damn hobby. (laughs) So I'm just going to give you guys a little rundown of how I've been spending the last weeks of summer and doing it that is intentional. Um... And like I had said in my last um, episode, the boys were away in North Carolina for a few weeks with my mom, which was really great. I got a chance to just kind of sleep, stretch, and be uh, an adult, be a young, uh, uh, I still think that I'm young, y'all. I am a young woman. (laughs) I am only 33 years old, so I do not want to age myself or put a title on myself that I don't feel that I am yet. I still feel that I am very young, especially young in spirit. And so I went out and I was intentional about my going out. One of the things that I absolutely wanted to experience that I have not done in a few months and I have talked about this many, many times, especially in the first season of Crown Thoughts is about solo dating. Solo dating is exactly what it sounds like. You pick an event, an experience, a restaurant, something that maybe you would do on a date or in a group outing, but you're doing it by yourself. And for me specifically, the purpose of it is to help increase my self-love and self-esteem. When I think about self-esteem and self-confidence, I automatically go to this video of Rihanna that had been circulating on social media when she says, some days you gotta, you gotta wake up and act like you are that, even if you don't feel that. And I may not be using the exact wording and language that she said, but that was my interpretation that even when you're not feeling like a queen, even when you're not feeling like you're that girl, you're that it girl, you're that boss babe, that bad bitch, you still got to step into that role and see yourself 
um, for who you are at your core. And there are times in my journey that I notice I don't always feel my best. I don't always feel as as strong and as confident as I, I like to be. So having solo dates, it kind of just helps to put me back in perspective. So I had been saying to my friends and to my loved ones, I am going to do a solo date. I need to do this. I need to go outside. Outside is calling your girl. <laughs> outside is calling your girl. So I did all the steps that you would if you were dating. At least I would hope. Um, meaning I looked around. I found a restaurant that had great reviews. I love the inside of it. Um, the, the choice of food was seafood. It's a raw bar, raw bar in Hartford. And they have this trendy, catchy phrase. It's like, Oh baby, I like it raw. (laughs) And I love stuff like that. I was like, Oh hell yeah, I'm going. Some people were like, why are you going to drive over 45 minutes to just sit and eat by yourself? Why not? How many times do we fill up our times doing things for others or doing things with other people and not noticing how consuming it can be or how much effort that it takes. But when it becomes something more on an, on a personal level, especially for just ourselves, I'm not doing that. I'm not spending that. I'm not going that far. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. So I said, you know what? I am, I'm going. So I picked the day that I was going to go out. I set my reservations. I was like, yeah, queen, we about to have a great time. (laughs) I knew that I wanted to keep a certain budget because that's also something that I am growing into in this phase of my healing journey and becoming of a woman is how also how I spend my money. And so I wanted to be intentional. Like this is how much I would like to have on my bill. This is the outfit that I'm going to put together. I have an endless amount of clothes. It's ridiculous. I have outfits on top of outfits with tags and things. And I probably bought them pre-COVID and never wore these clothes, especially when I had gotten very sick with Crohn's disease. Do you ever try on an outfit after you've put the whole look together in your head and you know how you're going to style your hair? Luckily, I have short hair now and your girl is a blonde baddie. I don't know if you're following me on social media at Crown Thoughts Podcast on Instagram. That is my main social media platform for this, for this, um, my main social media page for this platform is really Instagram. I am on TikTok. I am on Twitter, but I'm still learning how to find my way in that space. But I'm really loving Instagram and its um, opportunities to educate and show off your craft. So I'm like, I'm going to put this outfit together. I know how I'm going to look. I know what kind of recordings and and poses that I want to do. And then I was like, this is not the solo experience that you wanted, Tina. You are now making it another opportunity for it to be uh, social media content. And so I had to pull back a bit with myself and remember why I was wanting to curate these experiences from the beginning. And that's why I really love solo dating. Now, of course, I still took my pictures. I still... Uh, did a couple clips here and there because those are things that I would do if I was dating anyway. Uh, (laughs) And 
the only difference is I'm taking my own photos versus having the man do it. And I think he would enjoy taking photos of me because I looked hella good that night. (laughs) But I go to this raw bar experience. I'm so excited because I got there. Um, I got there on time for my reservation. And it's so funny. The hostess is like, are you waiting for anyone? I'm like, no, it's just me. I'm taking myself out tonight. I said that shit so proudly. And I look to my left. There's a group of girls. You can tell that they're probably there to celebrate someone's birthday. They have an all black and they're just having a good old time. And here I am with myself by myself. And for a second, I did. I felt lonely. I was like, wow, why can't I have that? And I had to sit and be like, girl, you have that. You have that. And you can also have this. We can be both. A lot of the times in this healing journey, I'm always wrestling with who I was, who I am, who I'm trying to become. And it is my mentors and my therapists who remind me, girl, you are all those things. So tonight, you're having a solo experience. Next week, if you want to do things with your girlfriends, then you will. This is how I've been learning to kind of talk to myself, especially when I'm feeling um, like I'm in a space of insecurity and anxiousness. It's all in our head. And being able to kind of sit for a second and talk yourself through those things is so helpful And when maybe sitting with myself is not enough, then I will go to my loved ones. But I've learned, you've got this. You can handle this on your own. I'm so glad that that happened because I left the restaurant feeling so good. I I felt accomplished. I enjoyed my meal. Your girl got her muscles. Y'all know I'm a seafood fanatic. And I had, oh my goodness, what was my drink? I think I might have had two Palomas. That's what's coming in my mind, but I don't I don't believe that was the drink itself. Again, I am all about new experiences. And so I said, I want to get familiar with more wines and drinks and things that are on the menu. Not because I want to be an alcoholic. <laughs> that is not the goal. But when I do go out, I want to feel cultured enough to speak for myself. Rather than I can be very giddy and childlike and be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I want. No, not in this season, not in this chapter, especially for me. I want to know what I want and I want to know how to say that, order it, share it, tell it with confidence. And so that means you've got to experience things. You've got to make mistakes. You have to fail sometimes, but you have to have the willingness to actually do it. That is the beauty of girl getting a damn hobby. This entire episode is going to be about what our interests are. Do they match who we are at our core? And also, what do we do with our idle time or when when we're bored? Because I've noticed, I noticed that when I had too much downtime or when I, I felt bored, I didn't always make the best of choices. Um, and I've noticed that my interests of today are very different than who I was five years ago. 
And I don't, I don't know if COVID has any dealing of that. I'm always trying to get into these big uh, think tanks of why we shift and, and really just analyzing the behavior and mindsets of people. That is essentially my job as a psychologist, psychoanalyst, or clinician. There's so many different titles. It all means the same thing. I'm a therapist. <laughs> but on a larger scale, it is one of my roles to observe and understand why do we think and act and feel the way that we do? And I have to do it with myself first before I can go out and serve others. So let me ask you this. How do you like to spend your time? What do you do? How we spend our time, especially when we're by ourselves, is one way to tell the world a little bit about who we are. Our interests and our priorities show through how we go about our everyday life. Now, of course, there are routines and habits that we all should have for ourselves, especially, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind for me is hygiene. But there are many people who maybe do not prioritize hygiene habits and sleep routine because their priority is being shown through other things. That does not make you less thin or nasty or dirty, um, but it does show that maybe there are some things that you're prioritizing in your life that is outweighing your value as a person because daily habits such as taking good care of yourself, eating well, sleeping, brushing your teeth, um, maintaining cleanliness, those are our basic needs that, that have to be met. And if we're not able to do those things, then there could be some other things that are going on. But I'm talking about our interests and hobbies um, that are outside of that first level of security. I have noticed that my interests of today, like what's happening in my life right now, is beginning to match my core interests that were when I was a child. Uh, I, I love music. If you know me personally, I'm a singer. Um, I have been singing all of my life since I was a, a, a little girl, especially when it came to singing in church. I gravitate to music. I gravitate to movement. I grew up playing sports. I ran track. I played basketball. Um, I did praise dancing. I was always in some kind of extracurricular activity. I love crafts. I love creativity. Those were my things as a little Tina. Now, as a young woman, as a young um, aspiring Latina, I still love all of those things. I'm always outdoors. I love to go to concerts. Um, just this past weekend, I was camping with my children. I love being in nature. I will attend yoga classes or anything that has to do with wellness and, and creativity and craft. I'm going to be involved. I also have always loved the idea of family and groups and friends. So involving myself in group work and community activism and advocacy, those are the things that also help to make me feel connected. But I had to learn that for myself first. And a lot of the time, learning who I am and what I like had to be done in solitude. 
learning who you are, what you like, what you don't like, has to be learned by yourself. Someone else can't teach you those things. They can inspire, impact, influence them. But especially in this day and age when the influence of social media is so heavy, you have to know who you are and what your interests are and what you like and what you don't like. Going to brunch, making reels, and spending money on luxuries are not hobbies. I hate to say it. There's going to be um, some listeners that may not agree with me, and that is perfectly okay. Going to brunch, making reels, and spending money on luxury items, uh, an and overemphasis on get ready with me or, or self-care, those are not hobbies. Those are in fact habits. And to be honest, if it's not done in moderation, it becomes problematic. Because when we allow our habits to serve our lives, rather than allowing the habits to bring some source of happiness or joy for that moment, then we are now allowing that habit to take care of us. I don't know any other way to kind of simplify it Um, because any habit can become a bad habit. Bad habits are not just associated with drugs, substances, um, recklessness. No, no. Anything can really become a bad habit. Social media is a bad habit for many of us. And I, I do believe that social media has it, it plays a significant role in how boredom is beginning to facilitate our days. For example, if you're scrolling mindlessly on social media for hours and then you get up and you're like, what, what did I just do with my time? We've got to insert some better habits and hobbies into your day so that you're not feeling like I'm spending all of my time on social media. Now, I will say that always with your girlfriends or always up under your partner or your, and when I say girlfriends, it can be friends in general because I I am so, I've been watching the analytics and I'm realizing that this is not, although it's a women inspired uh, podcasts. There are other listeners as well. And so spending time with friends, always up under your partner, that's not a hobby or a habit. (laughs) That's a poor attachment. Find something else to do. Allow that person to have some space too, so that you guys can like just enjoy each other. Now, if I do look up the the definition of hobby, and this is the new Oxford American Dictionary, it says it's an activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. Um, And the example that they uh, give are her hobbies are reading and gardening, which I'm like, oh, I really love to read and garden too. And I, okay, someone being uh, facetious or sarcastic can be like, well, I love to spend time with my man in my leisure time because it brings me pleasure. 
And that's cool. That, again, uh, our habits and our, our hobbies and our habits should not be attached to a person. We have to remove that mindset. That's not healthy. That's a poor attachment. And with poor attachments drives a whole host of toxicity that we don't need. But having healthy habits and routines and hobbies that we go to and then spend time with our loved ones or then spend time in our craft or then spending time at work, it makes all of those other things feel a lot more fun and enjoyable because we've allowed ourselves to pour into ourselves first with some solo time doing things that we enjoy. Hobbies are our antidotes to loneliness. Hobbies can be a powerful part of our lives if you allow it to be. Among many other benefits, I'm letting you know straight out the clinical seat (laughs) that our hobbies improve our mental health. They can take our mind off of our life challenges, whether we are at home or we're at the office or we are just wanting to get away from our normal. And I'm just going to say it here. I cannot accept I have no time for myself because my response back to you, especially now, is going to be that must be a terrible feeling. I know when I had no time for myself, it was a terrible experience. I was way too busy. And although being busy looked good on the outside, being busy was even more lonely. Was I really engulfed and grounded in all my experiences or was I going from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing? I was miserable. I was miserable, but I was meeting all of what everyone else said I should look like. Find a hobby that you really love. Planting was my first hobby. I can't say that I loved it at first. It was challenging. I knew nothing about what I was doing. I had killed um, maybe like two or three plants in the beginning. I was like, maybe... I don't know what I'm doing and maybe I should not be doing this because clearly I don't love nature and nature doesn't love me. Fast forward two to three years later and here I am hiking outdoors, camping in tents overnight with my children and I have about 15 plus plants in my home and I've I've named each of them. I've learned what they need how much water they need how much sunlight exposure that they need planting evolved into yoga yoga involved into uh me getting to know a whole host of women who love and adore some of the things that i do so the hobby may not feel natural at first but it's it's the willingness to try something different. It's the willingness to say, I probably will make a few mistakes. And then there's the joy that comes with being able to master a new skill. 
I, I think that is the part of having a hobby benefits and improves our mental health because it's the feeling of accomplishing something that is different than your day to day. It's the feeling of being consistent in a new skill. It's it's the sense of accomplishment of being able to try something that maybe someone else isn't doing, but you like it and you call it your own. Not all of my friends and loved ones like to do yoga and have, I don't really know many black people that want to go out in the woods. And I might be exaggerating um, with that statement. I don't know many black people, but many of the black people that I knew and grew up with they're not going in the woods hiking or, or camping out overnight with me. And that's okay. Because if there was a concert going on or if there was some kind of festival event happening or whatever the, the case may be, if I like those things, I'm going to join the group and go with them. But I may want to pull back sometimes and do my own thing. And that's cool too. I've noticed with having my own hobbies and having my own interests, people like you more. They find you interesting. They want to know more about you. They they care to know what's on your mind, both in a, a work field, both in intimate relationships or dating wise, and especially when it comes to just your your personal interpersonal relationships, like with your friends and your loved ones. They're like, wow, you're pretty cool. You you have your own thing that you got going on for you. And I did that not in hopes of people to like me or to see me, but I just, I did it because I was bored and I needed something new to do. And I knew that the other environments that I used to be in just wasn't really serving me anymore. I, I was hella needy all the time and I would be in like clubs and hate it the music or would be around people and didn't really care for them. I was dating guys that we didn't even share the same interests and likes. And so I started despising them. It just, girl, you got to get your own hobby sometimes. The last point that I really want to make about the power of our hobbies and our habits is that they become a part of your emergency well-being life kit, sort of say. <laughs> Meaning, I have those things that I can go to in all seasons. Yeah, I may not be able to go hiking in the brisk of the winter, but I can get into you know, identifying maybe some warmer places in the colder months that maybe I could travel to. You could just challenge yourself to going outside outdoors and seeing what's out there, go on a scavenger hunt. These are things that I say to myself. Um, or maybe in the colder months, I'm showing more attention to my plant babies indoor who need the love and care because the cold is so brisk the heat is on in the home and then the air becomes very hot and dry. So then I have to manage and manipulate the environment for them. And I'm just showing you the expansion of just one of my interests. If it's nature itself, I've been able to cultivate little hobbies underneath that one idea of nature 
that can fit into my lifestyle. I don't need other people for it. I don't have to spend too much money to do it. And all that it allows is for me to be open to learn something different. And it allows me to be fully involved in just that one activity. I hear people whose hobbies is going to the gym. It might have began with, I want to be able to get uh, control of my, my weight or my health. But then it grows into, I really love this style of working out. I really love, you know, this, this, and that. that. There are so many things that can come about. And I'm, I have a bowl of fruit, you guys. I'm going to eat my little bowl of fruit while I'm talking because I'm actually getting ready to finish up. And if you've been listening this far, I just want to say thank you for giving me a little bit of your attention. Maybe listening to podcasts is a hobby of yours. Think about the things that you do. Why do you do them? What do they serve? What purpose do they serve in your life? Are they attached to other people and things? Would you consider them healthy habits and hobbies? Or are they something that you go to to fulfill a need? Do you have a toxic relationship with yourself? Or maybe you don't have any interest in hobbies at all unless it's being narrated by someone else. I really want you to just take a second after listening to this episode and think about it. Because we are getting ready to transition into the colder months. I've noticed when I'm not staying consistent with my hobbies and my habits, there is an increase for sadness, depression, isolation, and loneliness. And I don't want to feel those things. I'm grateful to have experienced them because it's strengthened me as a person. It's absolutely strengthened me as a therapist. But we don't have to stay in a space of low, low energy, low mood, lowness. We don't have to have those things. So girl, what is your hobby? And if you don't have one, get one. Get one. Go get you some joy. Go get you some fun. Go get you some happiness. Those are all things that are free. Those are all things that are our birthright. And especially in a time like this where you can be influenced by just about anything. It is especially important that you know who you are and that you know what you like and you know what you want. So, as always, queens recognize queens. Um, Podcasting is another hobby of mine. And although I'm not always consistent as I want to be, when I'm done leaving the mic, I feel good. Be sure to follow me um, on all of my social media platforms. And you can go to the website which is www.crownthoughts.life. Go to the website and you have access to everything from there, from listening to the episodes on whether you listen from Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. All of the links are there. 
Um, there's a page where you can get connected to me with therapy. Maybe you just want a little bit of life coaching, um, as well as the events that I'm being I'm a part of or that I might be promoting. They're all on the website. There's a blog page, which I, I need to put more writings up there, but maybe you're not always an audio learner. Maybe you like to do a bit of reading. So there's a little bit of everything for everyone on there, as well as how to stay connected to me through social media. So please check out my website. It's www.crownthoughts.life. Um, I'm going to keep continuing you guys. I'm going to keep encouraging you guys to live your best life. Get to that point of realization, authenticity, where you can move through life with proudness, with ease, with grace, like a queen. That might start with you getting a goddamn hobby, girl. <laughs> Get a hobby. Find some things that you love. Um, that's where I'm going to end it for today. I'd love to hear your feedback. We are getting, really getting into this third season and it's been flowing very, very gracefully. I'm loving it. So send me some feedback. Let me know what you want to hear. You may have a question that you'd like to have answered on the show. You can do that. You can shoot me an email or a DM, or you may have someone that you want to be a guest. You might want to be a guest yourself. Get connected with me. I don't have to do this by myself, y'all. We are a queendom. I love you guys so much. Until next time, stay in a space of healing, sis. We got this.